Hi, this is Anthony Manta. You're listening to Caps Radio 24-7 and the Capitals Radio Network. This is Caps This Morning with John Walton and Ben Raby on Caps Radio 24-7. The Capitals fall to the Flyers Saturday at Wells Fargo Center. Nicholas Backstrom talks to the media. His status for the opener, very much in doubt. And a road tilt to winning tonight in New Jersey. Good morning, everybody. It is Monday, October the 4th. Welcome to Caps this morning here on Caps Radio 24-7. The Caps now 0-3 on the preseason after a 3-1 loss Saturday in Philadelphia. Alexei Protus, the only goal for Washington coming in the first period on the power play. Ilya Samsonov went all the way in the loss for Washington. Played well, Ben, but now he's day-to-day with a lower body injury. No practice yesterday for him. We'll see if he gets back in there today, but not good news over the weekend from Sammy. No, anytime your presumptive number one goaltender or your 1A, 1B, however you want to term him, is out for practice for, in this case, uh, a lower body injury. Yeah, the antenna goes up a little bit. Here's hoping it was for precautionary reasons. If you read between the lines from what we heard from Peter Laviolette yesterday, sounds like something that may have been bothering Samsonov during Saturday night's game, and he did play through it. So hopefully that's a good sign. He was able to play through it. But then the next day, yesterday, clearly wasn't right. So here's hoping as the days pass here, we do get some some encouraging news from Samsonov because big picture here, John, I think last year we certainly saw Vitek Vanacek carry the load, do plenty of heavy lifting. A case could be made. The Capitals would not have been in the position they were in come springtime if it wasn't for Vanacek doing all the heavy lifting he did. But here this season, the full 82 game game campaign, you're going to need Samsonov. I know you throw out that stat quite a bit, John, that of all things, we didn't see Samsonov play three games consecutively until the playoffs, until the Boston series. I think this year for the Capitals to, to have the type of success they ultimately envision, you're going to need both goaltenders. But that means just that. You're going to need both of them. You're going to need Samsonov to do some heavy lifting, do quite a bit of heavy lifting this year. And if he doesn't, uh, something didn't go according to plan. So first things first, get him back on the ice, hopefully here in the coming days. And this was just for precautionary, but big picture, you're going to need a healthy Samsonov ultimately this year and a big piece to this team's success. Yeah, the three games in a row that he hasn't done yet in the regular season, it speaks to durability. And it's a little bit of an eyebrow raiser here during training camp. Hopefully uh, nothing too serious. I liked his game in Philly. A lot of good stops, especially the breakaway on Atkinson in the second period. But that status a little more uncertain now with nine days to go for the regular season open. So the plan is he's going to get reevaluated today and maybe we'll find out a little bit more as we head to MedStar Capitals Iceplex later this morning. Meanwhile, Nicholas Backstrom met the media over the weekend. He has not started skating yet. Beginning of the season, looking a little more than in doubt at this point. It's uh, getting better and better. Yeah. I mean, I think... Um... I think after all, we're we're not rushing here. We're we're looking at uh, looking at it long term, not short term. So make sure it's ready before I uh, start skating. So Ben, in there, he says long term, not short term. No one wants to see Nikki return before he's ready. Uh, nothing that was said that made us think it was going to be something that was you know. There's no surgery like there was before. He's okay. It's just it's taking a lot longer than they maybe thought it was going to. Reading the tea leaves here, I don't think we're going to see him on opening night, and maybe not in that first homestand. No, and it certainly sounds like Nick is is being realistic about things. That competitive in him, you know, he's chomping at the bit and raring to go and looking forward to coming back, but. 
also well aware. He's he's hoping to have many years ahead of him still in his career and trying to play at the cautious route here. And, and look, glass half full. Look, at the end of the day, you want Nicholas Backstrom back. You want a healthy Nicholas Backstrom back in your lineup. The Capitals are certainly a much better team with him than without. But, you know, in a way, John, a glass half full approach here from the team perspective, you have training camp here. You're auditioning potential understudies, potential prospects, certainly, who are making a name for themselves here who potentially are taking advantage of an opportunity here. You have an opportunity here to work on the number one power play unit. We've seen Kuznetsov at the half wall. We've seen Anthony Mantha on the number one unit. What I'm getting at is if this is 20, 25 games into the regular season, you don't necessarily have that window. Sometimes practice time is so limited during the regular season when the games are so compact. So look, I know that's very much a glass half full approach, but I'm, I'm trying to make the case that at least here it's training camp. And while you welcome Nicholas Backstrom as soon as he's healthy and able to return, at least in the interim, you have the window here. You have the time to try different things. And, and hopefully early on in the season, Capitals can, can benefit from that time with these other players as opposed to have this been midseason. But certainly you, you look forward to seeing a healthy Nick Backstrom back when he's ready. There's a lot of things that could happen depending on how long Nick is going to be out. If it's a couple of games, it doesn't change too much in the salary cap picture. If it's longer and it's LTIR, perhaps that enhances the chances of Henrik Slapierre making the opening night roster, at least in the short term. Ben, you had a chance to catch up with him recently. Yeah, and a great conversation with Hendrix Slapierre and, and talk about a confident kid and and he comes into training camp and he acknowledges, as we'll hear in the conversation, he acknowledges that, yes, without Nicholas Backstrom here, there's an opportunity. But he says himself, whether Backstrom is here or not, his goal, and this is a first round pick, just a year removed from being a first round pick, his goal all along here is to make the NHL club. So Hendricks LaPierre had a chance to catch up with him over the weekend and looking back at what he believes has made for a successful start to training camp in the preseason for him personally. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good so far. I think my my goal was really to just show the coaches uh, what I could do. I didn't. I don't try to play someone else's game. I really want to do what I do best. So I think that was really my mindset at the beginning of camp. Just play free, like don't don't be stressed, and just uh, just play hockey. At the end of the day, it is what it is. So you know, it's it's kind of reassuring. I I always been a confident player, so I knew what I could accomplish on the ice. Um, and it's fun to get those go- games into, you know, practices is, is good. You can show a little bit of stuff, but I think it's really in games that you can show what you're made of and, and really be in, in game situations. So um, I love to be out there. I love to, sh- to show what I can do. I love to be with my with the teammates and stuff. And it, it's, it's it's really fun playing those games, you know, being at the, at the rink down in Washington and seeing the fans and just, it's a great experience. And I'm trying to make the most out of it, trying to learn new stuff each and every day. And as I said, uh, I, sh- I just want to keep going. Sure, the coaching staff has given you a few reality checks along the way, video clips, areas you can improve on. But what what are the positives? What do you feel you've done over the past even two weeks, going back to rookie camp? What do you feel you've shown in your game that gives you the opportunity to still be here and continue to progress into next week? Uh, I think I just played my game. Uh, my game is based on, on playing with a lot of speed, uh, being creative, finding my teammates, and um, that, that was really my goal when I came here, and I think right now I've been doing that. Obviously, as you said, lots of things to work on. My first game was pretty bad on face-off, so there's still a lot of things, and whether it's D-zone, four-check, that I, I, I want to work on, but I'm really trying to improve each and every day and doing a lot of videos and trying to understand those things, the system, so um, I think I'll, I'll keep doing that, and uh, you know, you can never be perfect, so I'm just trying to keep doing what I do, uh, use my speed, um, 
use you know my playmaking abilities, uh, my my IQ, and try to make plays. And I think uh, good stuff good stuff will happen. Without looking too far ahead, I'm sure you'll say it's one day at a time, etc. We all know that there's an opportunity potentially here. There's an opening on the depth chart with Nicholas Backstrom not here right now. There's somebody's getting a good look here. Somebody could get an opportunity, and it could very well be you. How much do you keep that in mind as well? Yeah, well, obviously, I try. I try not to think about it too much. Uh, I just, I just want to keep going each and every day and, and be the best player I can be. But it's an opportunity. I mean, we, I won't lie to you. I, you know, it's. I, I think about it a little bit, and I just want to keep playing my game. You know, Nick's a tremendous player, so uh, obviously, it's a, it's a tough piece to replace. But if I can come in and and do, do the things I can do each and every day to try to help the team win and you know keep keep working hard, I think it can be good. But my goal when I came here was 100% to make that team, and right now there's an opportunity, and I'm trying to make the most out of it. There's lots of good players, um, so we'll see what happens, but uh, but I'm trying to make the most out of it, that's for sure. Final couple of things. It's often said that some players can play better when they're playing with better players. Got to play with TJ Oshie the other night. You were out there in the final minute, the extra attacker with Ovi, with Carlson, with Kuznetsov some good players you've been able to play with over the past week how do you think that has bettered you wherever you end up playing this year this experience right now how are you benefiting oh benefiting a lot not only on the ice i think but off the ice too just seeing how the way the way those guys prepare each and every day to be the best players in the world and um even on the ice too like being with those guys is pretty impressive just the quick plays they make the 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 hockey iq they have playing with Oshi was obviously really special he's a tremendous player he's he's always been someone that actually uh, watch because I think he's just so smart you know the little moves he make he, re- he really makes mistakes and so playing with him was uh, was really good I actually told him you know I'll probably ask a lot of questions just to make sure I- I'm good and if you want to run switches and stuff so tremendous experience being on the ice at the end too but my goal is is you know to, to improve each and every day and-, and to show the coaching staff what I'm made of and obviously uh, seeing those guys every day helps a lot and I'll be honest your outlet pass to Oshie that he scored on Watch that replay a few times. I, I watched it like a couple a couple it's people said it to me. Yeah, well, it was it was I think got lucky a little bit. You know, uh, Osh was in the right spot at the right moment, and I tried to tried to feed it to him, and it was good. You know, uh, and he did a really nice move too. So um, obviously, my my friends and family and stuff sent it to me. But it's hockey; you got to make those plays. And Osh was at the right spot, and he did a tremendous move. Really good stuff there from Henrik Lapierre and Ben switching gears, but sticking with the kids here, talking about another draft pick in camp highly thought of, and that's Alexei Protus. I liked him in Philly. I like the fact that they didn't bring really any of the power play weapons the Caps did in the first period. So he goes out there in the first and he gets the goal. Yeah, that's nice. But I think with what we saw throughout the body of work in the game from Protus is he is a big guy. And he does skate well for being a big guy. And you can see what they see in him and what, even if it's not now, and it's probably a long shot that he would spend any time on the NHL roster this year, but you see the potential of what they hope he will be play with size, play with some good speed. He gets the goal by being right between the dots and scoring on the power play. I like what we've seen out of this kid here at camp. Yeah, organization very high on him as well. And you touch on his speed, still even an area that the Capitals believe there's still even room for growth. But to your point, for a big boy, six foot six, listed at 225 pounds, he can move. And spoke to assistant general manager Ross Mahoney last March about Proto specifically. And he said, look, 
given that body, some might view him, some might think of him as a prototypical power forward. That's not what he is. In fact, the Capitals think very highly of his potential as a centerman. So you've got somebody with playmaking ability, with the ability to find his teammates. Yeah, he had the finish the other night on the power play, but here's a guy who they view as versatile, could play wing, could play center. We know the value of that depth down the middle. And again, has the big frame, hard to knock off the puck. And to an extent, he can scoot. He can move as well for a big boy. So he checks a lot of boxes there. And somebody who not unlike Connor McMichael as well, we touch on McMichael having benefited in an odd way last year, with the cancellation of the junior season, he played pro, did Connor McMichael last year with AHL Hershey. Well, to an extent, Alexei Protus had a similar benefit last year. His junior season in the Western Hockey League, it was abbreviated, but before it even started, the decision was made with the Capitals. He would play in the KHL, played in a men's league, played in a terrific men's league in the KHL, and he showed himself well there, had a cameo appearance with AHL Hershey late last season as well. So he too, he got in a lot of games last year when other players his age didn't necessarily get that experience and now maybe ready this year to take that game to the next level, anticipating a lot of time in Hershey, if not a cameo appearance himself, potentially an NHL debut at some point this year too. One more thing from the game on Saturday night before we start to look forward. Caps in New Jersey tonight, game four of six of the preseason. Going to talk to Garnet Hathaway later this week here on the show. And one of the things I want to ask him about, Ben, was Saturday's alternate captains. I love the fact that he, Dowd, and Haglin all wore the A's in Philly. Yeah, it's a preseason game. Yeah, it doesn't mean a whole lot in the big picture. But I do think it's a pretty good illustration of what this coaching staff thinks about these guys. This is not a normal fourth line. This is a lot like what the Islanders have, the identity line as it is there. This is kind of becoming the identity line on this team, and they play a lot more than just fourth line minutes. They've got a lot of role here. I thought it was a nice gesture on the, in Philly on Saturday. Yeah, it was, and it, it could be downplayed. Yeah, it's a preseason game. Well, if it didn't mean anything, they, they wouldn't have them, period. And they do have alternate captains during the preseason and the odd time that somebody who doesn't necessarily have a letter on their sweater, they get that honor, if you want to call it that, and certainly noteworthy that it was those three who, first of all, played together Saturday night over the weekend. So nice to see them reunited because, to your point, last year, it wasn't just that they played together so frequently. They literally all 56 games. How often do you see that? Whether it's a top line, a quote unquote fourth line, anything in between. So rare that you see three forwards all together stay intact for the entire season. And for good reason, they were trusted with so many defensive responsibilities from early on last season, from opening night last season. So often trusted with shutting down, shadowing the opposing team's top line. And then at the same time, able to contribute offensively as they did. Nick Dowd had career highs across the boards as far as the goals and the points and all, all the, the numbers per game last season. So good on them. Key Cogs on a penalty kill unit as well that is ranked in the top five uh, last year. So good for them. Good to see them back. And uh, certainly a trio that prides itself on, on doing a lot, of, a lot of the little things that go a long way in, in having team success. Things we liked and things we didn't on defense moving forward with a couple of road games now tonight, New Jersey, Wednesday in Boston. You've got the final tune-up Friday at home against the Philadelphia Flyers. Let's start with some good on defense. I liked Martin Farivari's game. I have liked him this entire training camp and preseason to this point. It was kind of, I think, his job to lose. He has absolutely not lost it. I think he's played with a lot of poise. I like how he jumps up into the play. He can skate at the NHL level right now. I really think that Martin Faravari, barring something unforeseen in these last three games, Ben, he's on the NHL roster. We're going to see him in a lineup on opening night. And interesting you say you believe it was his job to lose. 
maybe so based on skill potential. Keep in mind, he's also waiver exempt. He would be the quote unquote easy one to potentially leave on the outside when we talk about the roster competition, but his play and, and again, that potential certainly making it difficult to leave him off of the opening night roster and showed himself well. He's shown himself well so far, uh, two preseason games for him personally. And again, being used in different situations, being used on the penalty kill, where again, there is that vacancy given the offseason departures. So good on Martin Farivari, uh continuing to show himself well and continuing to, to be used in different situations and, and using the wheels as coming as advertised. Yeah, and you're right, waiver exempt. So if it's a draw with somebody else, you're going to get the short end of the stick. But right now, I think he's ahead. He looks like a guy that's going to be there. A guy who is still struggling is Michael Kempney. Uh, minus three in the game against Philadelphia on Saturday. He was on ice for all three goals against. Again, you know, minuses are not always an individual's fault, but he is there for all three. I thought he looked rusty, Ben. But again, this is something that he is working through. He's got three games this week. These are big games, and I wouldn't be surprised if he was in all three. We'll see how the roster is going to shake down, but still trying to work his way back, trying to, as he said himself prior to the game in Philadelphia, he knew he wasn't very good in the second game, his first game of the year in the preseason. He knew he needed to get better. He is still a work in progress, but the Capitals are going to have to see some progress out of him this week. And just the eye test that hasn't hasn't looked you know, what, what he ought to look and granted it is the start of the preseason and granted this is after missing all of last year. So maybe to an extent this is expected, but at the same time, as we look for Michael Kempney to improve and get his legs under him here throughout the preseason, the competition is going to get stiffer. I know on Saturday night, Philadelphia had several of their big boys, their headliners, they're, they're close to their optimal lineup, but we're going to see more of that here. In other words, it's not going to get any easier moving forward here as far as the competition. If anything, it's going to start to get a little stiffer as we get ahead here in the preseason. So looking for more on Michael Kempney, and to your point, what you referenced a few minutes ago as far as whose job it might be to lose, given the NHL resume, given the salary, for example, given where he is, the, the NHL experience, you know, Michael Kempney, you, you would think too, it, it's his job to lose. And so far, you know, he needs to show himself moving forward here. You give him a little uh, little leeway, you know, a couple of games, you, you, given the time that he missed, but certainly uh, the eye test and, and the numbers that you pointed out as well, looking for him to, to solidify himself and, and to get going here, uh, regardless of whether he plays all of the games coming up uh, preseason style or two out of the three remaining. See what happens with Michael, but uh, three games this week uh, coming up, getting into the second half of the preseason, New Jersey tonight. There's no radio tonight for the game in New Jersey, and there's no TV either. Joe and Craig not there. We are not there. Travel restrictions in the preseason. There will be a live stream tonight on the team website for you to check out at 7 o'clock. We are back. Have the podcast all week for you, but we will be back with a call of the game on Friday. The preseason finale coming up against the Flyers Friday at 7 o'clock, you can hear it on 106.7 a Fan and Caps Radio 24-7. Ben, in the meantime, it's a new week. Have yourself a spiffy Monday. Happy Monday, John. For the latest on the Capitals and hockey news around the clock. Let's go, Caps! Tune in to Caps Radio 24-7. Listen online via the Capitals mobile app at CapsRadio247.com. Or ask Alexa to play Caps Radio 24-7 on TuneIn.